It's time to swing into the golf world of today with Springdale Golf Live on Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. Sponsored by Taylor Made and the New Jersey Golf Foundation. Now, here's your host, the director of fun, Keith Stewart. She's just a girl and she's on fire. Hotter than a fantasy. Lonely like a highway. Good afternoon and welcome to Springdale Golf Live. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, the director of fun. Thank you for tuning in to Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. Well, we have a truly inspirational guest today. And there's only one way to introduce this amazing golf icon, LPGA player, a member of seven different Hall of Fames, earned over 14 different awards and counting, and two honorary doctorates. I'd like to welcome the first woman of golf to our show, PGA member, Renee Powell. Hello, Keith. How are you? This girl is on fire. Wow. There you go, Renee. Welcome to Springdale Golf Live. And how are you doing today? I'm great. I love the music. <laughs> thank you. Well, the, the music was in your honor. There's no doubt about oh, that. Thank you. I tell you, you're, you are one amazing golf professional and woman and uh, an inspiration to so many. And uh, it's, you know, my honor and privilege to have you on the show today. You know, so um, I hope everything's well out there in Ohio and uh, we're going to have a little fun, you and I. How, how does that sound? Okay, it sounds great. I'm just enjoying the snow, being inside, watching it outside. Well, you know, every once in a while, we golf professionals need a little break, and, and a nice little wintry afternoon is uh, can provide a, a beautiful landscape, um, the opposite of what we usually are are using. So uh, uh, enjoy that uh, the snowflakes out there, and uh, you know what? Let's let's get let's get going here a little bit. Uh, you know, okay. y- you've done fifty years plus and counting of being a positive impact on the game of golf, and you still continue to be this amazing global golf ambassador. What are you most excited about? coming forward in 2020? Well, you know, everything. You know, in, in golf, what I've found is that every day is different. You know, every day is exciting. Uh, I enjoy uh, doing things and getting more and more people involved with the game. This year, uh, I'm going to have the pleasure of being able to uh, go to the PGA Championship and actually work the PGA Championship uh, uh, as they serve on the board of, of uh, National right now, and also going to the Ryder Cup. So those are going to be exciting things, and then I'll probably go back over to Scotland towards the end of the year. Uh, so, you know, every. If it has to do with golf, it's exciting. Well, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, as the director of fun, my uh, self-professed title, um, everything about <laughs> golf in my life has um, has brought me a lot of goodwill. And um, you know what? I, I And for my listeners, we, we got to go back a little bit and we got to talk about you and we got to give them a little bit of background um, as as locally here to the New York Philly area. They may not know of you as much as they should, but you were a world class player, an amateur champion, a collegiate star, an LPGA standout. Um you know, and you were taught by your father to play golf, right? So take me back to Clearview and how you learned to play the game. Now, so many, so many players over the years, professional players and amateur, great amateurs, had fathers that taught them the game. But, but you seem to succeed more so than others, right? So tell me about Bill Powell and his effect on you, and and how you became, and how you grew up, and and you know, became such a great player in golf. Well, I actually started when I was very young. I, I still have the first golf club I ever had, which which my dad gave to me at the age of three and got me playing 
then. So it's sort of like I learned to play golf, walk, talk all around the same time. So it's been second, something that's always been second nature to me. My dad has been my only instructor ever, and he fell in love with the game when he was nine years old. Uh, started the very first high school golf team in his town that they ever had. And uh, in Minerva, uh, Minerva High School, which is uh, the town that he was from. And, um, you know, he just, his enthusiasm for the game and, and all, uh, you know, it, it's all part of my DNA. My dad built uh, Clearview Golf Course back, certainly after he came back from World War II. In uh, 1946, he began building it because he really wasn't welcome to area golf courses around here. And not even I'm not even talking about private country clubs. I'm talking about public golf courses. And my dad was uh, uh, so enamored by the game of golf, loved it so much, that he felt that everybody should have an opportunity to play. And certainly when uh, kids came along, he, he taught us. He taught my mom. Uh, he began, they said, began building the golf course in 1946. And the first nine, he literally he built by hand, and he, he walked back and forth with just a hand seater around his neck, back and forth, back and forth, um, down each fairway until he seated the entire golf course. Uh, so, you know, he was, um, his love of the game has, has sort of flowed over to me for my love of the game. Well, you know what, folks, and that amazing story here is unbelievable. And if you're just joining us, we're with Renee Powell, PGA member, LPGA member, second African-American woman to get on the LPGA back in 1967, first African-American woman to be elected as a PGA professional back in 1996. There's no doubt you faced a lot of challenges in your life, Renee. Um, where do you get your perseverance from? I understand that your dad, you know, certainly was a huge influence on your life, but were there any other mentors in your life that had had uh, a tremendous impact upon you? Well, actually, both my parents, my mom and my dad. Um, my dad, you know, taught me how to be tough. <laughs> my mom was such a gentle lady. She taught me the gentle side of life. Uh, and, and also, both of them really, you know, taught me, you know, never to give up. And, and my dad's thing was, you know, always never to allow anybody to, to define you, you know, to, you know, define yourself. And and uh, never give in and, and never give up anything. And so uh, I just had the, the greatest, greatest role models and, and mentors that one could ever have. And, and yeah, the, when I was a junior golfer, my parents had sometimes to fight to get me into tournaments because there was nobody else in the tournament that was the same color as me, and sometimes they didn't want to let me in. Um, so my parents were always there fighting my little battles for me, um, but also teaching me and, uh, and educating me as we went along. Uh, I, I first ran into, um, um, learned about racism and, and prejudice when I was eight years old in the school that I was going to. And so in my community here, uh, with teachers and with, with, uh, kids, because I was the only person that looked like me in my class. So my parents ended up, uh, after the third grade, take me out of school in my school district here and and I began going to parochial school so I learned early on about um, having to um, you know fight my own little battles uh, you know with myself and how to be a little stronger and and I just have a lot of faith too and my mom was a person that uh, we were raised Catholic uh, and she just had a very strong uh, spiritual and faith to her and uh, and that's just, you know, I'm 
I'm half of my mom and half of my dad. Well, Renee, what an amazing family unit that you have there. I mean, you all almost represent, in my opinion, and, and I think back in 2004, you guys were awarded golf's family of the year. And I, I think you guys could win family of the year every year. Your dad was a designer, a builder of a golf course, a teacher, a player. You are a professional um, LPGA player. You are a teacher. You are a coach. You are an inspiration. You are a player development program developer. You, uh, your, your brother is the superintendent at the course where you are the head golf professional. I mean, can, what's it like being a part of the Powell family at, at Thanksgiving? I mean, is it just all about golf? I mean, you guys must have the most amazing stories. Can you give my listeners a great Powell family golf story? Great family golf story. Wow. You know, we've always been, been um, um, I don't know. We, you know, golf has always been part of our lives, and and uh, I guess you know we're live right in the middle of the golf course, so it was sort of like the you know the golf course was the front door, the back door, uh, and we're just surrounded by it. And so, uh, you know, I, I guess we all sort of um, ate and slept golf, uh, and you know, and so there's I don't think there's any any special stories. Other than the fact that you know we all worked into the areas that we that we enjoy, you know, my brother actually was a better golfer than I am. But being a boy, he had to you know work on the golf course. So we all went into different directions. I mean, I did the fact of going becoming a golf professional. My brother is an incredible superintendent. Uh, my dad was a little bit of everything, and my mom uh, actually ran the golf course, did programs. Uh, so, you know, we would all talk about different things that we were doing, but w- it was, um, it was just really just all about, um, growing, growing the game and, and making sure that the legacy of Clearview, you know, uh, continue to grow. Well, there's no doubt that you're growing the game. And, you know, I know I know so many people in the industry and in media um, have labeled you as an amazing trailblazer. And I know you, you, you're kind of, you know, either you could take that, you know, uh, title or, you know, or you could leave it. I, I know in your mind, you're creating opportunities and you're taking advantage of those opportunities that you do create for others. And then you get them to play this great game. Right. So but what is it that you love most about golf that inspires you and motivates you to give so much back to everyone else you know when I was coming along and I said that when I was eight that's when I well really was sort of faced with for the first time with prejudice and racism and and golf to me helped to and I became very shy then very reserved um, and golf for me was something that helped to build up a lot of self-confidence you know, and, and it, the, the thing was, I can, I love going out and playing golf by myself, you know, and, and the thing is that, that, uh, if you hit the golf ball and you're rewarded for good shots and you accept the bad shots. So it was like, you know, nobody could say negative things to me on the golf course, you know, and when I'm practicing and hitting golf balls. And so I think that was something that really, um, you know, it helped me as a young person to sort of develop uh, my personality and, and to tend to develop more confidence in myself. Um, so, um, but you, you know, know those it, are, 
it's kind of like with the first tee when they talk about all the different values that golf you know creates for everyone and you know so let's fast forward now from when you were eight years old to the game of today what's your perspective on golf today i mean there's there's just so many different um, avenues with which someone can explore the game whether it's they go to top golf or they can go to your golf course or my golf course or they can go to a practice facility or driving range um what do you think about golf of today well, you know what? I, I look at the I look at golf, and we when we're in the golfing business, we think everybody plays the game. But really, golf is only only eight percent of our total U.S. population plays the game. But what's exciting about it is that there's ninety two percent of our population that does not play. So those are are people that we can really get into the game to help grow this game and continue to make it a healthy sport. So that's what's exciting to me is that there are people that don't know the game, uh, don't know and realize that they can play it. Uh, sometimes they think, wow, you know, golf is, is so expensive. And I think that if you, you know, to when you talk to people and tell them, you know, of ways that you can get into the game without being an expensive game, without being an expensive sport, and then uh, uh, and, and showing them something that not only is it recreational, you know, it's good for the physical and mental attitude, and you can make and meet friends on the golf course. And some of my very best friends that I have have been people that I've made, people that I met when I was a junior golfer. You know, a couple people, Mary Lou Crocker and Sandra Post, uh, that I met uh, during the my very first USJ Junior Girls Tournament uh, remain my friends. Mary Lou did until she passed away a couple of years ago, and Sandra Post and I even roomed together down at the PGA show uh, in Orlando this year, but we'd be we have remained friends and, and talk to each other uh, quite regularly, even though she's up in Canada. So, you know, there's the, the friends, the friends, the friendship that you make that are lasting friends. And you all understand, you all understand what you're doing within the game of golf. Well, you know what, folks, if you're just joining us, that's Renee Powell's voice that you hear. She's the first lady of golf as designated by the PGA of America just a couple years ago. And one of the reasons she's the first lady of or first woman of golf is that after you stepped down from the LPGA Tour around 1980, you started to become a global golf ambassador. And since that time, you've made roughly, I think, 25 trips to Africa to promote the game of golf. It's almost like I, I kind of feel like you, you started your own Peace Corps to, like, get golfers and and I think it's a really, really cool thing that you did. Can you give my listeners or can you share with my listeners a very unique story from one of those 25 trips over there to try to grow the game on more of a global scale? Oh, my gosh. You know, I've got so many. I can write a book on my trips to Africa um, because I started off by going to uh, Kenya the first time. And um, I was going to go to Zambia. And so an interesting story is that so I, I, I went down to Washington to uh, learn a little bit more about uh, the continent of Africa and 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 where golf courses were. I, I li- had lived over in England, so I knew that anywhere that the British had colonized, they spent their leisure time playing golf. And they and so in the Francophone countries, there were not very many many golf courses, like in Cote d'Ivoire or Togo, uh, Cameroon, but. And the other courses that were English speaking, there were lots of golf courses. So I remember I was so fascinated by the embassies. I went down to stay with a friend in D.C. for a couple of weeks, went to various embassies, and was so just fascinated by the embassies on, on, um, uh, on Connecticut Avenue. And so I remember going into this one, which was the Zambian embassy. 
And I walked in, and this lady who was the uh, um, secretary there, uh, receptionist, she said, oh, I know who you are. And I'm like, oh, no, you don't. I've never been here before. And she said, no, you're Renee Powell. And I'm like, how do you know who I am? And she had been reading uh, some old issues of Ebony Magazine, reading stories about me. And then there had been a documentary that was made on my life, and it happened to have been shown in um, uh, in Zambia. And so I, I remember asking her if anybody else played golf in the embassy. And so the first secretary came down, and he says, oh, I want to invite you to my country. And my president's a golfer. And uh, President Kenneth Kunda, who was the uh, first president to bring them to uh, independence. And so as I was going around to our State Department and to uh, um, uh, USIA, United States Information Services and Agency, they said, oh, well, you can't go to Zambia Af- to right now because uh, uh, they were having problems between U.S. and and, uh, and Zambia. And what has happened was that um, the president of Zambia had accused several of our embassy people of being CIA agents, and so he kicked them out, and as a civil force, President Reagan was our ambassador. So we didn't have uh, diplomatic relationships. But the following year that I was, uh, because I wouldn't have happened when I met this first secretary, he said, oh, I'll tell the president, and, and the president will invite you. So I found out he couldn't go that year. So I ended up going the following year. Our relationships changed. And um, the president was a golfer, and uh, so they had a nine-hole golf course right there at State House. And every and there had never been a woman to ever grace the grounds of State House golf course, and I was the very first one to do that. And so what I would do each time, because I would go back there every year then, and what I would do is I would leave um, something with our ambassador to present to the president after I left to continue to build better relations. And at the time I was involved, I was under contract to Wilson. So I, I, I left a golf bag to the president one year and golf balls another time and, and some different golf clubs. And so that helped to build up our relationship and make it much stronger. Renee Powell, you are as advertised. You are a legend. That was an unbelievable story. And uh, if you could just hold on for a couple minutes, we're going to take a quick break. It's uh, 3.15 p.m. here in Princeton. And uh, it's you know what? It's 12.15 p.m. for our friends out in Monterey, California at Pebble Beach. Thanks for listening to Fox Sports 920 The Jersey. Be back in a moment with more of our inspirational conversation with Renee Powell. The New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the NJPA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. With a focus on three core pillars, youth, military, and special needs, the NJGF delivers dynamic programming under the guidance of PGA professionals so individuals from all backgrounds can experience the game of golf in a welcoming environment. To support the NJGF or learn more about programs and special events, visit njgolffoundation.org. That's njgolffoundation.org. 
Rich and distinguished history for nearly 125 years, Springdale Golf Club and its members have been beautifully making their mark as the best golf and social experience in our region. Our impact in the industry does not stop there. Did you know about the benefits that extend beyond the boundaries of the club through its agreement with Troon Purvey, the private club operating division of Troon Golf Management? Springdale's walkable and superbly conditioned William Flynn design course, now combined with Troon's operational expertise, are taking the club to the next level in our commitments to the member experience. Just announced as a significant expansion to the Troon Purvey Privileges Program. This Vanguard service initiative includes enhanced golf and lifestyle benefits that extend far beyond the fairways. For more information about our club and all the incredible moments being made at Springdale Golf Club and through Troon Purvey, please take a visit of our website at www.springdalegc.org forward slash Troon Purvey. Let's get back on course as Springdale Golf Live continues on Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. Once again, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to Springdale Golf Live. I'm Keith Stewart, and you're listening to Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. Listen, baby, ain't no mountain high, ain't no valley low, ain't no river wide enough, baby. If you need me, call me, no matter where you are, no matter how far. You know what, just like Marvin Gaye in this song, I have an amazing partner on today's show, PGA of America Hall of Famer Renee Powell. Turn it up, Wade. show we have here and if you missed the first half you'll be able to see the pod or listen to the podcast later today when I post it up there um, and of course you can follow us on social media at KJPGA uh, wherever you are you can stream us at 920thejersey.com up in the upper right hand corner you just hit that listen now button and you can hear more stories from our amazing legendary guest here today Renee Powell PGA member LPGA member and we still have her on the phone Renee welcome back to Springdale Golf Live well, thanks. I'm having fun because I'm enjoying the music. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I like my music. We always have a couple songs of the week and a little Alicia Keys to open up and uh, you know, a little Marvin yep. Gaye there. And uh, you yep. know what? I've got one more special song lined up for you for a little later, but, but we'll get to that in a minute. As for now, speaking of special, you run the most special programs there at Clearview Golf Course the one that your dad created. And one that I particularly want to talk to you about is the one you started back in 2011, which is the Clearview PGA Hope Program. Could you tell my listeners a little bit about what happens with the Clearview PGA Hope Program? Oh, I'd love to. It's a program for our women military veterans. And um, I was introduced to it by uh, a friend at the PGA by the name of Bob Denny, who was telling me the fact that there were no golf programs or rec- recreational programs for women military veterans, and people forget that women serve in the same capacity as the men do. And so uh, the state of Ohio, even though it's a not, not a very big state, it's not as big as Texas, but it's a smaller state, and it, but it has sent more people to war, uh, and there are more people in the military than I think just about any other state. It's the first state to have a Ohio veterans a Veterans Hall of Fame, too. So um, I sort of searched around, went to the VA, to Veterans Service Commissions and all over, trying to find women military veterans. Um, my first one actually came because I was teaching a lady who um, I knew her family but didn't know her, but she had served in two wars. 
And I just happened to say to her, I said, weren't you in the military? She said, yes. So I said, well, great. I'm starting this program for women veterans. It's going to be a cost-free program. It's a year-round program. And um, so you're my first person. (laughs) She said, okay. And then it just went uh, one by one, word of mouth. And um, so many of the women didn't think that they were veterans, didn't know they were veterans for some reason because they were never highlighted, I guess. And as I uh, started the program, I found that so many of them were dealing with so many different issues. I, the majority of my women are dealing with PTSD. I've got a couple of Purple Hearts and the others that are, thank goodness, are uh, not dealing with those kind of issues that are major support for the program. Um, and I, I think the one thing that brought some reality to me and how important this program was was that one evening and every, the end of each month we have like a, uh, a food gathering because I found early on that if you feed the military, they will work for you and help you. And so we had a, they had a program, but I wasn't even, I wasn't CC'd on the whole list. Of things, and so finally, what it was is that they there must have been six women, and they were just doing a thing in my honor. And about six of our women, I think it was, actually gave testimony to the fact that I had this program had saved their lives. And it was sort of a chilling factor because when you look at the number of military, I think it's like something like 22 uh, veterans a day that are committing suicide. And some of my women have, uh, uh, as while they're in the program, have had to go back in the hospital, become suicidal. But golf has literally saved their lives. And so I feel that this is the most rewarding program I've ever done in my entire life and the most rewarding trip I've ever made. And I mentioned my dad was a, a World War II veteran, but I also went to Vietnam way back in 1971 uh, during the war in support of our troops uh, with USO. So it's something that's very dear to me. Well, you know what, Renee? Um, you talk about rewards. I've given well over 100 different interviews, and I tell you, today is definitely one of the most rewarding interviews that I've ever given. And folks, we're talking here to Renee Powell, who is one of the first members of the Royal and Ancient Club um, as a woman and the first lady of golf. And you know what? You've won so many awards and you've surpassed so many challenges in your life. I have one more challenge to give you. And Springdale Golf Live (laughs) is a fun show. I am the director of fun and we like to get to know our guests at a little bit more of a personal level. So we do a little uh, fun thing called the rapid fire Q&A. And for a guest like you, I certainly have to start off with a little intro music. So Wade, hit it. There it is, a little Diana Ross for you to get you to get you motivated. And the, the reason I picked this song, because if you look at the lyrics of this song, in the middle it says, "There's a new me coming out, and I just had to live, and I want to give. I'm completely positive." Well, when I think about those lyrics, I think about you, Renee. So, you ready for this rapid fire Q and A? Okay. All right. All right. Here so. we go. Favorite item on the menu at Patty's Place Family Restaurant around the corner from your golf course. Oh my gosh! Um, uh, I like breakfast, and they do wonderful crisp bacon. If <laughs> I love bacon, oh, who doesn't love bacon? <laughs> All right, prefer sunrises or sunsets? Sunrises. On a scale of one to ten, rate your singing. Oh my gosh! 
It used to be decent, but it's probably five now. Last item you bought online? Uh, nothing. I don't buy online. All right. What chore do you just hate doing? Um, probably um, cleaning up poop after my dog. <laughs> oh, I have a dog as well, and that one's low on my list for sure. All right. Name something on your bucket list. Yep. I'm sorry? Name something on your bucket list. Uh, to get my autobiography completed. Good luck with that. All right. Most interesting person you have ever played golf with. Oh, my gosh. Um, I don't know, but the person that I loved playing golf with the most was my dad. Ooh, I, I, I love that answer. I love playing with my dad, too. Oscars on Sunday night. All right. What actor would you like to star in a movie with? Ooh. Denzel Washington. <laughs> Excellent answer there. All right. You're going to make a lot of ladies jealous with that movie. All right. There's a, there's a match at Clearview today. It's between you and your brother. Who wins? Uh, my brother's a better putter. I probably would uh, get to the green quicker. So it's halved? We halved it. All right. Very good. All right. One more. When you hear the word icon, who is the first person that comes to mind? my dad well you know what you're both in the pga of america hall of fame there renee powell so i consider you both icons in my mind i can't thank you enough for being on springdale golf live today it's been a true treat for me and my listeners have a great um start to your 2020 season and i'm sure our paths will cross soon oh i hope so thank you so much i was so nervous about the rapid fire but it was easy well i can make it harder next time no 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 Okay. I All love right. it. <laughs> well, you did it with tremendous aplomb. Take care now, Thank Renee. Thank you. All right. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Um, bye-bye. All right. Well, there you go, Wade Weezer. Right there, Renee Powell, legendary Hall of Famer. And speaking of other Hall of Famers, we've got our sponsors and supporters. That's TaylorMade Golf, New Jersey Golf Foundation, Summit Golf Brands, and F.H. Wadsworth. I got a Hall of Famer on the board each week in Wade Weezer. The Springdale Board of Governors, True Golf Management, and my listeners, thanks so much for your support. Well, you know I'm always heading to Springdale, but where are you headed? Well, let the tower be your guide. And from Princeton to East Canton, Ohio, where Renee's from, and of course, everywhere online, may you all have a Springdale day. This has been Springdale Golf Live with Keith Stewart. Keith returns to the team next Friday afternoon at 3 on Fox Sports 920, The Jersey.